Hello, apartment friends. It's me, Leslie Mathis, with the Multifamily Streamline Podcast. In this podcast, we unlock the art of leasing mastery. Join me as we take a deep dive into the world of apartment leasing. Listen in as I share valuable insights and practical tips on how to excel in sales, overcome objections, employ effective closing techniques, and build long-lasting relationships that keep customers renewing again and again. Hear more about how the apartment leasing landscape has changed. Hear actionable strategies for setting yourself apart in crowded markets how to navigate objections, utilizing effective closing techniques, cultivating exceptional resident relationships that drive lease renewals. If you have been following along on social, you notice the last few weeks have been busy with leasing rallies and preparing for what we affectionately call leasing season. The reality is we haven't talked too much about it in the last few years. We have seen peak season shift in several markets, but as we get back to a new normal, I believe more than ever, this is the year we should put our best foot forward and be prepared for, again, in air quotes, so-called leasing season. For the last nine months, I have been saying we have to get back to the basics, especially with leasing and operations, but I was recently challenged that we should never go back to the basics. Is that true? Maybe it's not the basics and you could challenge the wording, but I've been clear when I say basics, I don't mean smiling when you answer the phone or standing to greet someone. That's just common courtesy. But what I really mean is we are going to need to diligently and intentionally put in the efforts to close each lease. No longer are the days that prospects are fighting over units as they become available. You could challenge that several of our markets have a little too much supply. Perhaps a better way to look at that. Due to delivery delays, more product came online at one time than anticipated. Moving has slowed in some places. Prospects have more options and home sales have declined. This again all means that we are going to have to get back to true sales, create the experience, and give that prospect a reason to say yes. Not only that, we are also going to have to work a little harder to drive traffic through the door. At this point, with increased interest rates, especially on our lease-ups, every piece of traffic counts, and we are going to have to close at a higher percentage. If you are on site, and working the sales floor, you have just rolled your eyes at me three times. You are probably thinking that this might be impossible with all your other responsibilities. The goal today would be to walk away with some tips and tricks to make life easier and more efficient. I say it all the time. We don't just do this for fun. We do it to make money. If we can close leases at a higher ratio, you know what that means. We make more money. Listen, I love the multifamily industry. I feel like there is no one in the world that loves it more, but I still want to make money. I want to make my clients money. I want you to make money, and I definitely want me to make money. I can't imagine a day when I don't do this, and I have no aspirations to retire. But again, I have no intentions to do this for free either. So let's go figure out how to increase those closing ratios this season and in turn increase that bonus payout. We will look at this for renewals and new leases 
because it wouldn't be fair to assume we are all on a lease up. So what are first steps? Well, if you don't have a playbook, I want you to at least create a play sheet so you can intentionally attack your leasing process with a goal to set yourself apart from your competitor. Before we can start the playbook, we do need to shop our comps. If you have shopped them, but it's been a while, I highly encourage you to shop them again, both online and in person. If you know the competitor's team stop by, if you know the competitor teams, stop by with a little treat and just chat with them. See what's going on and if anything changed. If you recently have heard of a property your prospects are touring in addition to your property, then go there too, even if it's not on your market survey. While there are certain items in the playbook that would be unique to your property, you still need to know what your competition is. What are they doing better than you? What amenities do they have that you don't and vice versa? What fees are they charging and how does that compare to you? Are they using a special? How do they sell it? What is pricing? How should you, your pricing stack up to theirs? I'm listening to Michelle Obama's new book, The Light We Carry. Even from a young child, it was instilled in her to be prepared. She's carried that through her adult life, and I would say it has served her well. She discusses how she memorizes her speeches prior to taking the stage and how that has saved her in a pinch when the teleprompter went out or how it settles her nerves in front of large audiences. It's the same thing for us. It's important to be prepared. And the only way to do that is to shop our comps and understand our place in the market. If you are leasing associates, if you are leasing associate, this is your responsibility, not your managers. See, when we are prepared, we can easily glide through those objections. We can have solutions prepared and not be caught off guard. When we are prepared and have that in our knowledge bank, it opens up the opportunity for us to build relationships. And that's where the magic happens. All things equal, people buy from the person they like the most. And all things unequal, people still buy from the person they like the most. We will come back to that during the sales part, but let's finish unpacking our playbook, which will guide the experience. So step one to building out our playbook is complete because we have shopped our comps and have plenty of notes. Next, we want to ensure the experience on site is rememberable. Maybe they don't realize we have a custom scent or understand the playlist was curated specifically for our property, but they are going to know something is different the moment they walk through the door. And that's what it's about. We want to create a feeling, a vibe, all the things. So as mentioned above, we want to want a custom scent, one specific to your deal, not one that you can experience everywhere you go. Or, and be sure, it should tie to the brand of your property. If your property is masculine, please do not use a floral scent. And for the love of all things, do not use plugins. If you have plugins, I want you to immediately go get all of them and throw them away. We should have a custom playlist. This costs nothing, or it's very minimal. Again, make sure the playlist makes sense with the tone of your property. We should all be wearing career apparel. I don't care how trendy your property is. 
In my mind, no matter how cool you think it is, no ripped jeans and no leggings. They're never allowed. I mean, ever. Now, you are already saying you don't have a budget, but all these things can be done without one. Message me and I can help. Have refreshments, something unique, not just candy or mints. Make sure to stock your wow fridge. Put a label on your water bottle or order them that way. We can do this on a budget too. Or if nothing else, just get boxed water so it's different. It's something that sets you apart. Make sure if you are using brochures, you aren't writing on them. This is a personal pet peeve of mine. You should send a follow-up email and quote with all details. Again, you are creating the custom experience. It should feel that way. People want to feel important and special. Now, we have our mini playbook. We've created the experience. We understand our competitive landscape. Now, let's go on the tour. Let's just focus on three key items. Make sure you walk your tour path several times a day to ensure everything looks great. Listen to the prospect and understand what is important to them. I mean, really listen. Have the mindset that you are building a relationship. This will be the thing that really sets you apart. The prospect needs to know that you have their best interest at heart and that you truly care. On the tour, be sure to point out the features that make you different. I want you to actually use those words. What makes us different or what makes us unique? These are words that they will remember. It will set you apart. It's something they haven't heard from your competitors. And even if they walk out the door and continue their search, it's something they're going to come back to. Trust me on that one. So whether it's back in the office or on the tour, there will be objections, I promise. But be prepared for them. Don't point them out, but know your challenges and opportunities and be prepared to discuss. Provide a solution. No dog park, no worries. We have a neighborhood dog park one block away. No parking, no worries. The deck across the street allows free parking. Parking. Listen, don't make it an issue until they do, but be prepared with a solution. The bedroom is too small. You might be surprised this room actually fits a king-size bed and a one-night stand. You see, you get the picture, but be prepared. And remember, you don't point out the flaws. You wait for them to bring them up. So we've toured. We've overcome the objections. Now we must ask for the money. If we don't ask them to lease, how do we expect them to submit their application? Let's make it easy for them. I really like the assumptive clothes. Speak to them in a way that already assumes they are living here and that they will be the next resident. Paint the picture for them. That oversized closet will hold all of your red bottom shoes. The island in the kitchen, that would be perfect for entertaining. Ask to schedule their move-in date or move-in experience. Make them feel as if they already are home. Our goal is to close them before they leave but every once in a while, they will walk out that door. We need to reflect and make sure we don't need to make improvements on our sales technique. But again, it happens from time to time. Be sure to give them a reason to come back. Invite them to a resident event. Offer to pick up their coffee tab if they come back and lease. And then, of course, be sure you follow up. Follow up before the day is over. 
The true rule is within 24 hours, but I would highly encourage you to not allow that much time to pass. And then 48 hours and 72. Be sure you know how they prefer you to follow up and don't be scared to pick up that phone. Follow up weekly after that and honestly don't give up. Sometimes plans just change and move in dates actually move. So why do we do all of this? Because honestly, this is how we build relationships. It sets us apart from the crowd. And honestly, our business has changed over the last nine months and we have to get back to what counts during the sales process. Most of us do not have applications just flooding through the door. Most of us do have comps trying to participate in pricing war. And man, are there a lot of concessions out there in a lot of markets. At this point, we don't have a choice. And I can guarantee you are going to do the work one way or the other. To me, it is easier to do it on the front end and create a stickier resident who will stay through at least one round of renewals. And if that wasn't a segue, I'm not sure what was. As we do all of these things listed above, we need an end goal in mind. You say, yes, a happy resident. But I know a happy resident are ones that stay long time, for a long time. One that we have built a relationship with who knows that we are going to take care of them and they are home. One that we put nice notes on their door and goodies in their fridge from time to time. How in the world would you ever want to break up with me? I mean, give me notice if I do all of that for you. See, this is when people decide not to buy homes, but stay at their current building or community forever because they have everything they need, including you. At the end of the day, it all comes down to you. The playbook items are nice touches that will add up, and I would not operate a deal without them, but you have to know people win the war. You are the reason we close leases. You are the reason we decrease turnover. You are the reason our properties are so amazing. Now go be awesome and crush this leasing season. See you back here next week.